Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Born to Be a Star. Today is Monday. It's a fun day, and we are going to talk about some fun things. On the chat today, we are going to discuss why kindness isn't always the answer. When you hear someone whispering about you, they are talking about you. And our fun topic of the day is going to be, what book should I read? There's just so many authors, and I really feel like that's going to be a topic where we're just going to be talking about that forever, so this might be a longer episode than it's supposed to be, but let's just dive in right into it and start off with talking about kindness. Now, I'm talking about kindness because we can have the ability to be nice to people and, and want to treat them, you know, fairly, you know, versus being, I guess, rude or quick or judgy or anything else aside from that but sometimes sometimes kindness isn't the answer especially when someone is disrespectful especially when someone is taking advantage of you especially when someone is lying or someone is not who they say they are because wolves can wear sheep's clothing we've talked about that before Somebody could say one thing and and mean something else entirely or say there's one thing and be something else entirely. So you got to be very careful with kindness because people like to take advantage of your kindness and they, and they like to take advantage of you because I know we don't want to talk about this, but typically somebody always wants something and they're hiding that. And typically after they get what they want, you've served your purpose um, for them to get something. And and there's nothing outside of that. I'm not saying that everybody is like that, but typically a lot of people are. So it's important that you recognize kindness. The nice, kind stuff is not always going to be beneficial. Especially when you've got someone who's rude, disrespectful, ignores laws, ignores reason, or ignores reality. Yeah, you might have to put that in the back burner and you might have to just be realistic and true to who you are. And there's nothing wrong with feeling bad about that. Why can't you be not nice? Why do you always have to be nice to people? Like sometimes I'll get a question, why so serious or why are you so kind of negative? And and I don't think I'm negative. I I just I try to be a realist because being in a fake facade and lying about something or portraying something the way it is not is not going to be beneficial because it's a lie. It's not real. So I don't like that. Um, I don't see the point in that either. What is the point of lying about something to feel like it's not real because it feels better? The feels better doesn't get you anywhere. That's not reality. Reality isn't nice. It sucks. It's kind of cut through and it kind of stings like a blister or a bruise. And after you get bruised, it's going to leave a mark after. That's kind of how reality is. So the kindness thing does not always fold into that. And you have to be very careful being kind to people that don't deserve it because they will run with that and um, you'll just, they will take advantage of you till there's nothing left. And I've been in those situations before. Free labor for existence, what is that? Unless you're paying me to do something, I'm not doing anything. You know why? Because my time is valuable. I'm sorry. And I'm, and I'm not saying I won't occasionally do something kind. But I'm saying if I'm expected to do something every time something's happening, how is that fair to me? 
um, as a young woman or as anyone, whatever your age is, whatever you're doing, how do you have time to give your time to someone else if you're, you have your own time for you? Oh, you don't. You're taking your little bit of time that you did have to spread it among other people. And I know that sounds great to be so helpful and beneficial, but then you don't have any time. I used to do it all the time. I used to not have any time. I used to be trying to figure out how to do things without time because I used to give all my time away. And that's all I have. So I can't do that and neither can you. Because if you give all your time away, then you've given your time to someone else. So then they have their time and you don't have any time. That's what I'm talking about by kindness. You know what else I'm talking about by kindness? Not telling people what things really are. If somebody did something and you didn't like it, just tell them in their face. Like, man... What was that? Yeah, no, that didn't work. Yeah, no, I'm good. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. If you're going to act like this, bye. Like, be straightforward and be very upfront about things. Don't lie about anything. Don't hold on to any anger. The kindness thing is, like, limited. It is. Like I said. So, be careful being kind to people that don't deserve that. Because... There's a lot of people pretending that they're nice and they are not. I'm all for the villains and I can see these punks before they realize they've been, you know, they've been made. They're all hiding and lying and pretending like you're getting something out of giving something. And you're not, man. You're just, you're not. And let's not lie. Don't pretend like you're somebody you're not. And and don't fall into the trap of thinking that you have to coincide with what people want or you're not going to get something. This goes back to my thing about religion. God doesn't care. Do you really think Jesus is in a heaven above us marking down marks about stuff you're not doing here? He doesn't care, man. He never did. Like, this illusion of the church with these people convincing you to be in a goddamn cult with these ridiculous ass things you have to do to fit into their cult. It's all crap. And I'm not trying to just down things, but come on, man. Religion is just one of them, okay? It goes into makeup. It goes into shopping. It goes into anything, school, teaching, any type of job, anything. The kindness stuff does not work. And these people want to make you feel like you got to do reach a certain level to be a, a, involved in something. No, you don't. And once you get out of that mentality of thinking you do, you realize that it's all crap. All of it is crap. All of it. Whether it has to do with an employer or your or where you're going to church or a group you're trying to fit into or something you're trying to do. When you back away from all that and you look at a situation, then you slowly realize, why am I trying to work toward this? Do we think we can work toward God? If he's the all-knowing, all-being, omnipresent creator of life, does anybody actually think anything they do here is going to lead them to him? We are fragile, stupid people. Do you actually think you're ever going to be able to do anything that would equivocate your small body to him here? Do you? In a building? No. 
Because the moment you go in that building and you go out of it and you'll steal something out of store, I mean, come on, man. Or the moment you go in the building and you fall into the trap of, oh, we're giving the money for the church so you can pay for all your kids to go to school. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. Or the moment you go into a job and they start the crap with giving certain people promotions and all this other jibber-jabber. It happens all the time. Or teaching, where they don't actually teach the kids, but they want to suck all the life out of you as a teacher. Because that's what they do. And they want to give you like $30,000 for it. Yeah, no. See, the kindness, no. No, no, no. Be careful with that crap, okay? Next topic we're going to talk about. When you hear whispering... They are talking about you. They are. If if you hear, if you're in a rea- if you're in a situation where you're walking into a room and then everybody starts staring at you, they were talking about you. If you're in a situation where you think you heard your name, they were talking about you. And what turned me off is a situation at church where some chick decided to go out of her way to let a pastor know about my personal business with my husband. Um That is one example of people when they're talking about you and they try to pretend like they're not. And this person did this at church, of all places, church. And it was just an awakening for me. Like even in the house of God, well, supposedly the house of God. I mean, it's just a building with people pretending. And 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 they're. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that they're pretending to believe in God. I'm saying that they're pretending because how can you believe in God and then have people like that as your member? Like, obviously, she needs to talk to God. But that's an entirely different conversation. But um, she went out of her way to try to make me look bad because of my husband. It did not work. But she really tried. And I, as the person who I am, just i i didn't like flip out and try to you know go at her and be very rude although any other day i might have done that instead i just said to her very nicely this isn't working out so i'm not going to continue whatever we're doing with each other um have a good life and i just left it at that like like if you're gonna try to make me look bad with another person because it's gonna make you feel better about your pathetic life good luck man i don't care like Like, I'm coming to this place because I like it. That's it. Like, I don't need this. Like, I'm not desperate in the sense, like, I need church. Like, I don't have anything else to do. I was going to church because I love God. That's it. But this person, this lady, this woman, whatever the hell her name is, Amanda, what I don't remember the fuck her name is, decided to use herself as another person to try to diminish me with Jesus, man, like, and this is one example, there's been many examples where people have trying to go on against me to tell somebody else that I did something that I did not do, and when people have to do that kind of crap, let them do it, let them show how dumb they are, like, if you're really going out of your way to try to prove I'm somebody I'm not, good luck, buddy, because I'm really, really grounded in who I am at this point in my life, and if you're going to try to turn the tables on me, it's not going to work, I'm not that person, and you, you listening have to recognize these people pretending that they're somebody that they're not. They're all full of crap, man. The moment somebody gives them an opportunity to turn on you, they will turn on you like night today. Like salt to pepper. The snap of a finger, they will turn on you. And you won't know what just happened. 
it's very weird. No one can be trusted. I don't even know if your family can be trusted because my own family has tried to do this crap to me. Where they try to like have talks to me. Like, what are we talking about? I don't have to like anything I don't like, and neither do you. And I'm not trying to pressure my family members into doing anything. They've all done what they wanted, and that's fine. I can love them, and if I disagree with them on something, then that's for me to think about. But that doesn't give me the opportunity to badmouth them in their face or outside of it. Sometimes I have opinions about things, but typically I keep those opinions to myself because I don't see the good of doing that. Like I said, typically when you think somebody's talking about you, they are. And I don't know what they're gaining from that. I've always wondered about that. As a kid growing up in school, dealing with a bunch of idiots, then college, then all this other stuff. What is the point of you talking about me? What are you going to accomplish? Because I don't care. I've always had that mentality. I think I um, I got a hold of the I don't care mentality once I was in college. And then ever since the beginning of that, I just have not cared. Like people have just said stupid stuff. And I've just been like, you're just mad. So you're just talking because you're upset. And that's typically the case. If somebody is spending their time talking about you, that just shows you how important you are. Why are you so important to people that you're not around all the time that's not your family? Because they don't have anything else to do. So, like I said, if you're in a situation and you might not be at church, you might be at work, you might be in the store, you might be around friends, you might be around family, who knows the situation in this new weird COVID thing. Or you might actually be at church. If you're in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, intense, and you don't feel like you, this is correct, they're talking about you. And does that mean anything? No, it's just it's just a situation for you to take into concept that as much as people say they're not who they are, they are who they are. They're talking about you. And all you can do when someone's talking about you is let them talk. Because obviously you're more important than they are. So food for thought. If someone's talking about you, don't care. Let them talk. What are they actually saying? Do they actually know anything about you? Because typically when people are talking about you, they're making assumptions. That chick at church talking about my husband was making assumptions. She doesn't know my husband. She doesn't know me. Like, Three years is not enough time for you to actually build a foundation around knowing who I am, man. And if you're going to go out of your way to try to dismiss me out of church with pastors because I'm married and my husband doesn't go to a church with me, good luck, dude. That's not what it's about, man. And she's just one example. There's been many people that have tried to do malicious things to me. And it never works for them. But they keep on trying and they keep on failing. So it's really entertaining to watch. After a while, you just become numb to it and it just becomes normal. If you want to go out of your way to make me feel bad about myself, you're going to be working really hard because I just don't care about you or anyone else. And that's the same mentality you have to have. So I can train you on that. We can take classes. We can do some yoga. We can do it together. But these people want you not to love yourself and they want you to be upset and you can't be because this is all they have to talk about you it's pathetic they're pathetic that's the end of it they have nothing else you have you 
move on, move forward, walk away. Like we've talked about before, people are not worth it. The only thing you have that's valuable is your time and yourself. Next. So the final topic we're going to talk about today is something fun. For the next minute or so, we are going to discuss what book should I read next or what book should you read next? Um, I'm going to recommend um, you jump into some Stephen King. Now, I'm not going to tell you specific Stephen King you could read. I was going to read uh, Pet Cemetery. I've seen that movie. I love the story of that. It's very scre- creepy and edgy and very chilling. Also, um, there's a bunch of other scary uh, books he's done, like um, It. Um, I got my husband the It book collection, and he's not reading it, so I'm going to end up reading that because I don't know what he's waiting for. Um, I have also loved reading Harry Potter, Percy, um, whatever his name, Percy Jones, um, I've loved um, Twilight, um, Fifty Shades of Grey is very good. Um, that's a book you can't put down, so once you start reading it, you're not going to be able to put it down. It is really good. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey, Darker with um, Christian, those are good too. Um, if you're looking for a mystery, there's this new chick called Megan who's very good at mysteries. I like thrillers and horror, so I really, really like Stephen King. Um, I just find his books so, like, intriguing. Because, like, when you're reading it, you feel like you're there. And I like books that can take me from where I am and bring me to where whatever's happening is occurring. I like, like, mystery thrillers where somebody's dying and you have to figure out who killed the person. Sort of like Murder, She Wrote. But, like, it's in the book and you have to figure it out. And I like that. I don't know what kind of books you like. Maybe maybe you like fantasy or fiction or anything like that. Um, there's so many books out here. Um, but since we're talking about books, let's talk about where to find your book. Uh, Barnes & Noble is always great. They have so many books in there. You'll just go booktastically crazy and you'll love it. Also, you can go on barnesandnoble.com or you can go on Amazon or you can go on eBay or you can go on your local Target or your Walmart. I'm not a Walmart person. We've talked about that before. But if you like Walmart, they have a little book section in there and you can find a little book to read. And if you like Target, they've got a better selection in there. Um, Also, you could just go on Target or Walmart, the website, and order them on there. It really depends on what kind of book you're looking for. Sometimes if you don't know what you're looking for, you can go on Barnes & Noble and type in a theme like mystery, thriller, horror, action, um, any of those themes. And you can find like the most popular authors and then you can like pick out what you want. And then you can look at the prices and that's how you can decide what book you're going to get or if you're going to order or if you're going to go in the store. I mean, those are the easiest ways to figure out what book to read. Also... Check out what the latest book news is. Maybe just go on Barnes & Noble and see what the latest popular book is. I myself have an entire bookshelf of books. And I just started one book last night. And it's okay. But I'm thinking, like, do I want to read this? Like, uh. But I know I just have to read the book and just try. So I'm going to do that. I'm just going to read the book and try. But there are some books that are kind of questionable. Um... Like, yesterday I was in Barnes & Noble, and I was going to buy all these books, and I was got all excited. 
and I was like, I'm going to buy these books, I'm going to read them. And then it occurred to me, I had already done that before, and I have all these books at home, and half of the books I just bought, I didn't read them. So why don't I read the books I have at home first, and then once I read all the books I have at home, then I can get some more books from Barnes & Noble and fill up my bookshelf even more. Maybe just get another bookshelf and just keep getting books. I like the actual book. I brought a nook, but I gave it to my mom, right? I, and I had that when I was in school. And um, I don't know, it's something about filling the book in my hand and reading it and flipping the pages that I love. Not that I don't like nooks. I think they're wonderful, especially for certain reads to just pull that out and to just read it on the nook with the light. That makes it easier, especially for the dark. If you're like one of those night readers, you'll love that. But what was I saying? But um, let's be honest. Reading is fun and books are amazing. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've read Harry Potter, but every time I read it, I love it even more. I read those books when I was a kid. My dad had got me those books when I was like a teenager, and it was a way for me to escape reality. Not that my reality was bad, but it was a way for me to go into this magical land of harry potter never did i think they were going to turn it into a movie but they did and when i watched the movie it was just even more fascinating because i had read the books like twice before i watched that movie and when i read the books like i read the books like i didn't put them down like the best read i've ever had has been harry potter oh those books and when I had them as a kid, my dad brought them for me. And I don't know why I didn't, you know, end up keeping them. But then I, I ended up buying the collection all over again. And I'm so happy I did. I absolutely love Harry Potter. Not only do I have the book collection, but I have the entire movie collection as well. It is one of the best, best, best collections. And if you're going to start reading something, I say start there. Get the whole collection first. Maybe go on eBay or Amazon, get the collection and just read that. Or check out Barnes & Noble and see what they have for the digital version of that. Start there. And then move into it with Stephen King and all these other scary stories with him. His stories are really um, realistic, like I said earlier. And I really think you're going to like it. There's all these other mysteries. Like I saw all these books about the wife before and all these like secret things and I was tempted to read books like that just because I find I find mystery so fascinating and I'm I like trying to discover who the murderer is or who who the guilty party is I love that so for me I love reading so if you're like me and you love a mystery and you love trying to figure out who the villain is then you're gonna like all these books I'm talking about just food for thought but that's the end of the podcast for this monday thank you for tuning in it's been 23 minutes of me talking about lots of stuff but it's all important so i hope you're listening and uh thank you for listening to the pod of monday i will see you on the flip side of monday which is tomorrow which is tuesday thank you for listening to another episode of born to be a star and i will see you tomorrow on tuesday have a wonderful rest of your day and if you're gonna start reading Go find Harry Potter. Bye.